Hello, everyone, and hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Miles, it's our uh, first espresso. I heard. Yeah, espresso. What does what does that mean, really? What does that mean, Jason? You know, you came <laughs> yeah. up with that. I as thought a it was clever a clever yeah. dad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a combination of the words espresso and show. Very good, to Miles. To mean like maybe it's it's uh, not as large or long as a regular show, but it packs the same punch. Well, uh, that's a very same good analysis. I like it. <laughs> Did I get it right? I think that's yeah, a concentrated look. Right, sure, I'll go with that. It's uh, a lot of s's in there though. <laughs> That's okay, but it's fun to say, and uh, and it also includes lots of pressure and hot water. So I am feeling pressure. Actually. <laughs> That's right up our alley. So today, Miles and I will be conducting a coffee experiment on this espresso. We'll be attempting to use the Aeropress for the first time. Do Aeropresses explode if you mess with them? <laughs> I don't know. We're going to find out. They are pressure, right? Well, that's true. Uh, they, they are pressure, so we may find out if that's going to happen. But last week, we had uh, Carolina Ibarra Garay, the 2018 Aeropress world champion on our show, and she kind of inspired me to want to make the, her recipe Oh, absolutely! Uh, with the Aeropress. So I figured this is the perfect time to do it on an espresso. And now that we know a recipe, we're basically world champions that's also. <laughs> that's true. If we do the exact same thing, aren't we world champions? It makes perfect sense to me. It seems to make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to give it a shot anyway and see how that goes. And and as for the beans that we're going to be using, we don't have the beans that won in the uh, for the world championship, but we do have what I got in the mail is this from Onyx Coffee Labs. It's an Ethiopian bean called Framley. Uh, and you know what Framley is, Miles? I think it's a mix of friends and family oh, very good. in one word. Hey, how about that? <laughs> you do know what it is. Yeah, I think it's friends that, that are so close they feel like family. <laughs> there it is. And it's in a solid gold bag. That's right. <laughs> and uh, what's cool about it, the, the notes that they have on the bag is uh, fresh berries, Earl Grey, sweet cream, and dark chocolate. All those things I like, so I figured if we try this using the Aeropress World Champion recipe, I mean, how can we go wrong, right? We'll see. Well, to make sure we don't blow this, I happen to have the number of the head trainer at Onyx Coffee Labs. Wow. Yeah. So, and his name's Dylan Siemens, and he's not just the head trainer, Miles. He happens to be the 2017 U.S. Brewers Cup champion. What kind of data breach allowed you to get his cell phone number? <laughs> I'm not going to tell. <laughs> Where, did you buy these on the dark web? No, no, no. <laughs> Some Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to purchase say. something? He'll never know, but I've got it. Well, I'm hoping that he'll give us some tips on how to get the best from this coffee. If there's anybody that can do it, he's it's the trainer. It's the trainer. <laughs> and U.S. champion. So many things to do on this espresso, Miles, and it's an espresso, so we should get to it. We'll be talking about our week, our kids, and of course, coffee on this espresso edition of Coffee Cafe. <laughs> Welcome. We are two coffee-addicted dads that get together for some great coffee and conversation. We bring you the best of coffee. We take you to the greatest coffee shops. We introduce you to the remarkable people in the world of coffee on both sides of the counter. And we tell you about all the incredible coffees you have to try. And on our espressos, we give you an even more personal perspective at how we see coffee. It's an inside look at everything coffee and what makes it so amazing. So, Miles, Jason, it's espresso time. It is espresso time. <laughs> oh, there oh, it is. Oh, it's espresso time. <laughs> yeah, it is. I think um, we had talked about doing this Aeropress grand experiment yes. with uh, a special bag of coffee from Arkansas, Onyx. Yeah. We had Carolina on the show last week. That's and she right. She gave us her top secret world champion <laughs> recipe. Or maybe you got that on the dark web too. I'm not sure. <laughs> but we got the recipe. 
we have you got the equipment, we yep. got the AeroPress. That's right. And now we're gonna step onto the stage of my kitchen. Yeah. And try and do this. Uh, try and make a, a cup of coffee that it, is it makes, maybe a third, yeah. a quarter to a third as delicious as the one that we had last week. <laughs> it makes me a little work. nervous. It should. Uh, <laughs> so before we get started with our AeroPress miles, maybe yeah. we should get a little more insight on these beans. Yeah, uh, you know. We don't want to blow things up or something. We screwed up every time. Let's do something right for once. <laughs> That's right. Let's do a change. Yeah. So I happen to have the number for Dylan Siemens. He is the head trainer for Onyx Coffee Labs who made these beans. Oh, nice. And Sounds he, like the right person to talk I to. I think so. He's also, Miles, he's also the yeah. 2017 U.S. Brewers Cup champion. Wow. Uh, and he has uh, been with Onyx for a long time. So I think he's the guy to talk to to make sure that we do this perfectly. Great idea. All right. Hey, this is Dylan. Dylan Siemens. Hey, Dylan, is that you? That is me. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Pretty hey, good. good. Thanks for uh, uh, coming on the show, and uh, thanks. It sounds like you're in the car, Dylan. Is that the case? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm on the road right now, so I appreciate you letting me. Let me jump on the phone while I'm doing this. So, oh, we're glad to have you, and it's uh, yeah, pretty be safe there. Yeah, please uh, let us go if you need to. <laughs> that's right. If, if that's but we appreciate you joining us. That's for sure. And if definitely Miles, he's so good at what he does, he can be in the car <laughs> and handle any coffee emergency. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Unlike us, we have to be <laughs> sitting we'll we'll straight ahead to do this. <laughs> uh, so, Dylan, uh, just for our audience who doesn't know much about you or Onyx, uh, you are the head trainer and. 2017 U.S. Brewers Cup champion, two titles that sound very impressive and we know are very impressive <laughs> in the coffee world. Uh, so let's talk about uh, the head trainer part of it first. You, you've worked at Onyx for a while. What does a head trainer do at Onyx Coffee Labs? For sure. Um, I'm lucky because I work at a place that really, I don't know, prides itself on education. Yeah. And I spend about 40 hours of one-on time per barista one-on-one -on -one time, um, going through classes, um, that are, you know, separate from the store trainings, um, you know, before they kind of are on register and then before they're making pour overs and then before they're actually drink making. And so, you know, I spend my days either teaching classes or doing follow-up trainings within the store. Um, and then just random quality control and things like that. Any lessons to people who aren't involved in the store who are just interested in, uh, in learning how to make a good cup of coffee? Yeah, we do. We, uh, we have a whole kind of like training lab. We try and offer as many public classes as we can. And we're about to have a, oh, new, cool. a new training space where we're hoping to do that a lot more. So basic espresso courses or manual brewing courses and, and things like that. So if, you know, you're the guy, if, if we don't know how to make something, do something, or we just want to learn something, you're the guy to talk to. I'm the guy to hopefully make something up enough. <laughs> That's the plan. Now, wait a second. Yeah. You, now, let's get, that brings me to the 2017 U.S. Brewers Cup champion. Uh, so you're, you're legit. I mean, there's, you don't get that by accident. <laughs> It felt like it was by accident. I was never, ever, ever expecting that. That um, that was that was really awesome. I had competed in, in Brewers Cup the year before and felt like I just kind of over the course of, you know, regional to nationals to next year's regionals to nationals finally kind of got what I needed to say and do dialed in. And I had a phenomenal, phenomenal coffee. And yeah, that was that was really crazy. But uh, I love brewing. I do love manual brewing a lot. It is definitely definitely one of the things that excites me 
Yeah, I would imagine it does. And as far as Onyx is concerned, the company's been around since 2012, right? And you're based in, in Arkansas, which is not exactly the mecca of coffee, from what I understand. I may be wrong, but what it's so impressive from what we know is that since 2012, since you've been around, you guys have won some major awards and have major recognition through in the coffee world. So you've made an impact. What are you guys doing to the beans over there? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is a side of, of Onyx. We are first and foremost like a roastery, right? And, and a sourcer. And I mean, John Allen, the owner, has worked and worked for even since before Onyx was, was started um, on sourcing and just finding a model that we liked. And really it starts there. Like we find farmers, we find cooperatives, we find um, importers really, as long as we love it, we will, we will get that coffee if we can. And so that's kind of obviously where it starts is with the green coffee itself. And, but then we have Mark Michelson, the roaster who's won a couple things and he's an incredible roaster and really like just knows how to manipulate flavor on that level. A really good team on that side. I mean, having Mark Michelson, who you say he just threw away, oh, he won a couple things, but he was the, uh, what was he? He was the U S roasters champion, uh, in 2017. And he's, he came in close to doing it again just recently. What are you guys feeding the people in Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> to make coffee so great. That's what I want to know. I don't know, man. I guess we, we have nothing else to do <laughs> out here, you know? It's just like figure out this, this one thing we do have. So. Well, you're doing it really well. Yeah. And, uh, and I appreciate it. <laughs> and what we uh, did, we ordered some beans from uh, you directly. And I think they're in a solid gold bag, <laughs> which is also pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a bar of gold bullion. <laughs> well, it's called the Framley Beans. It's an Ethiopian. Uh, a bean and and what uh, I love about the description of it is fresh berries, Earl Grey, sweet cream, dark chocolate, all in one bean, and that uh, enticed me obviously. Yeah, you know, every year when the holidays roll around, we release a family and a Krampus, the kind of light and dark, and so this is kind of like the lighter component that's supposed to be really pleasant, easy to drink that you could serve friends and and family, right? Uh -huh. and so it's not so complex or so out there that, you know, nobody or like somebody would, would not like it. Um, it just had, again, that really pleasant, just sweet tea and some chocolates and a little bit of like berry um, flavored that, that felt approachable and felt like family essentially. Yeah. That's why you named it family, right? So that, because it goes with anybody, anybody comes in the door, <laughs> if you exactly. like them enough, you'd be happy to give them this coffee. <laughs> what yeah. was the other, you said there was family and then there was one, one other one. What was that one? The, uh, the Krampus is the, Cram like, the Krampus? counterpart and, um, <laughs> so, it's a single lot, uh, Ethiopia or uh, Kenyan coffee. <laughs> the Krampus. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we we know what Framley means. What does Krampus mean? Krampus is like, it's like that German Santa that actually like eats children or something <laughs> if they're bad. It's like, it's like a goat, a goat Santa that eats kids. Oh, I don't know. That's perfect. So, yeah. I wonder it doesn't it's, sound it's as the pleasant. opposite of Framley. Yeah. I don't know. It's some, some European lawyers. I don't know. Man, but, I'm going to start. We, we have kids. Yeah, I'm going to start needing to use that as leverage. I'm definitely going to be looking this up, <laughs> getting some yeah. pictures. But I promise. It's a really good coffee. It's a really well. good coffee. It's good. <laughs> well, we'll take your word for it. And it's in an all black bag. So oh, is it perfect? It's yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> guaranteed to eat your family. Uh, so let me tell you what we're doing is uh, last week on our show, we had the AeroPress World Champion. 
and she gave us uh, her recipe. She told us and showed us how to do it. So I ordered these beans. I'm very excited about trying these beans. So we decided that we're going to use your beans with her recipe and see Perfect. what happens. And we figured, well, we should call you to make sure that we don't ruin this experiment up. Because <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody that can do it, it's us. And so what are your like, top line uh, tips or thoughts that we should, uh, how we should approach our experiment with your beans? So the first thing about this coffee that I have realized even over the past just like week working with it a lot more because it's about to go into our stores on the Kalita is that um, it extracts easily, but it can take a long time for the water to get through. And that's not as big of a deal on an press like it would be on a pour over, obviously. Uh -huh. But I would grind this coffee like coarser than than most coffees, maybe like I don't know, half of a number value coarser than you would for your average brew, okay. if that makes sense. All right. And something I like to do, it might just be like a personal thing that has developed, but uh, whenever I pour into the AeroPress, I always am annoyed that I can't touch all of the coffee very well. So I like to pour, like keeping the, ke the kettle stationary and just pouring on the outside of the bed. And I use my other hand to kind of spin the AeroPress in a circle, but I keep the, the flow rate or the flow of the kettle stationary and kind of try and touch all of the coffee that way. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure, so. sure, sure. That makes perfect sense. Jason, you're going to be doing that. So yeah. take notes. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm you qualified. coordination. Yeah, maybe I can. <laughs> so if we grind it a little coarser, we're going to be fine, right? Or should we just use her uh, recipe first and then make adjustments accordingly? I would use her recipe first. And make adjustments accordingly. All right, because she had recommended grind it to about brown sugar size. Does that yeah, sound like so. legitimate to you? <laughs> that you're, sounds about right. You're the head trainer. Know, you're a world champion. Come on. <laughs> I think there's so many there's so many ways to approach an press, whether you're stirring or not or inverted or not. And there's so many fun variables to play with. So like whenever I brew on it, I just kind of do whatever sometimes because it's fun to break outside play around just, a like, little bit. dead set recipe and play with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, how long of a of a brew time is is her recipe total? Uh, it total it is uh, pour thirty seconds, uh, stir for thirty seconds, push the plunger for thirty seconds. So there you go, a minute and a half. So yeah. like a thirty 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 kind of thing. That's yeah. pretty awesome. So yeah, I would say yes, maybe go a little bit coarser because there's a lot of stirring in there. Um, that extra agitation. Um, it's going to extract the coffee pretty quickly and because this coffee dissolves pretty easily. Yeah. Um, I would say a little bit of a coarser grind will kind of combat that. Right. Um, so yeah, I would say in between brown sugar and kind of like fine sea salt, like that area. Okay. Yeah. We'll give it a try and then we'll have to play around with uh, the yeah. recipe afterwards. So if we perform properly, we should get all these flavor notes that you have on this beautiful golden bag. I would say maybe, probably not. You oh. know, you might get some some different different things because whenever we we roast the coffee and we cup it, you know, after we roast it to make sure it's hitting the quality we want, those are kind of the flavor notes we're getting out of the the cuppings that we do, right? Right. And right. So I know for myself, whenever I brew that coffee on the Kalita, I get more berries and more intense like red fruit, um, a little more intense of that with the black tea, but not as much of the chocolate. Okay. I would imagine with the AeroPress being um, a little more body forward than a Kalita, you would get more of the milk chocolates and like a deeper berry um, kind of kind of sweetness. 
um, depending on how you brew it. And so you might get some totally new things, but I feel like you'll definitely be hitting one or two in there. All right. All right. So that's good. So now uh, I, one more thing about this uh, coffee, the family coffee on the bag, there's a naughty and a nice. And this one obviously is all the way nice because, hey, family and friends. What what the, is the, the Krampus, uh, the naughty one? And, and there's nothing in the middle. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Krampus oh. is, is the naughty one. And yeah. then the whole the whole middle range yeah. is all of our other offerings. We'll say that. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The family and family and Krampus are kind of the the uh, the light and the dark, the yin and yang of each other. I see. Mm. And who comes up with yeah. all these names? I mean, that's a tough question. They just kind of come and they go, and sometimes they're inside jokes. Um, yeah, family is is a word we have used at Onyx for a long time in describing one another, and so that was before we ever had the coffee. And so for family, like that word is something that has been kind of part of our. I don't know, our whole deal um, just with each other. And so we felt it it worked for the coffee also. And then you focus group it over and over again and make sure that <laughs> exactly. everyone's okay with it. Lots of email subscriptions, <laughs> yes. lots of MailChimp, uh, promos, yeah. everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, let me, uh, I'm going to throw you a curveball here uh, and I'm going to ask you a very serious question. Uh, before we okay. let you go here, I don't know if it's serious. It's just a question about coffee. And uh, so you obviously uh, love what you do. I mean, there's no question. You've been in this for a long time. You've won some serious awards. How did you make that life-changing connection to coffee? That's, that is a good question. Um, I've, I've always, always loved coffee since I was a kid, I like drinking it with the family. And, but, uh, I started working at Onyx when I was 19 and didn't really know what I was doing with college. And, uh, it just kind of like Onyx all of a sudden opened. And, uh, I was working for some people that inspired me and, and pushed me to learn something. And I, I like competitions and those kinds of things. And so as I started participating in that, it was really like meeting meeting all the people who work in coffee and tasting like a whole world of flavor I never had. I think all of that, the community side and the, uh, the technical flavor side all kind of, kind of gripped me right off the bat. And yeah, I feel like at that point it was like, well, if I can teach this cause I really enjoy teaching, then I think this is what I'm supposed to do. And it's, uh, it's fascinating. There's so much to learn about coffee that we don't know still. So really? it, feels, it feels like it's pretty endless. Wow. All right. So so we should expect great things to come from Onyx Coffee Labs and in coffee in general. I believe so. There's no better time to drink coffee than right now. People have been, been saying that over the past couple of years, and it's because we have the best coffees that have ever existed, really. Um, and that's going to keep happening from years to come. I guess we're set for life if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that was uh, really interesting. It, th- Thanks, Dylan. Dylan, you, I th- you think of you course. may have saved our experiment, but we'll let you know how we how it goes. We'll send you an email, and then you can laugh at us or you can uh, cheer us on, whichever <laughs> however it goes. No, please do, please do. And I'll send y'all some send y'all some Krampus to try. Oh, really? Krampus. Oh man, if you yeah. if you send us some Krampus, we'll make a big deal out of that. one. <laughs> I can't wait to use Perfect. this on my kids. This is great. <laughs> I feel like Dwight Schrute a little bit right now. <laughs> well, Dylan, thanks again for uh, taking the time to take our call and uh, and drive safe. Uh, have a great uh, holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you all for, uh, for having me. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll thanks, talk- Dylan. Enjoy the family. Then we will. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> thanks. So, Miles. Jason. Maybe we should go over to your kitchen and, and give it a shot. All right. Let's do it. All right. This is uh, Miles and Jason. Make coffee. Take one. 
So Miles, we've got Carolina's recipe. Uh, we've got our coffee. We've got our water uh, boiling up to temperature. So <laughs> I went over, man. So uh, we have Carolina's recipe. We're going to go ahead and give this a shot to see how it goes. So uh, first of all, we've got to get our water ready. So that's going up to 185 degrees Fahrenheit or 85 degrees Celsius. And Miles, he's got the uh, coffee going now. We've got, we're going to need exactly... 34.9. Yeah, we're going to need 34.9 grams of coffee, of ground coffee. All right, so we've got that going. And uh, we got the water it. going. All right, here we go. So I have something really important to tell you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> this is a perfect time to tell me. All right, so now, Let's what do we see got? how much it weighs now. Let's see. Let's see if the laws of physics hold. 35.9. So uh, we just take a little out, and we're going to be fine. Oh, we need to filter it only. Yeah, we're, but we have to rinse the filter out, so that's fine. So our water's uh, up to temp right now. Ah, great. Now we're late. <laughs> I can't open the filters. Rinse the filter. Filter out. There we go. We've got the filter all rinsed out. All right, so then we have to set up our AeroPress inverted, right? Uh, so then now, do you know how to, this works here? Oh, right. There's this too. Well, that holds the, what does that do? Where's the <laughs> instructions? So yeah, go ahead and measure. Now we've got the ground coffee. Now we're going to measure 34.9 grams. All right. 34.9 miles. Don't blow it. Oh, oh, there it is. Nailed it. 34.9. All right. So now we set up the air press in a inverted position, right? Inverted position. That would not, that's the regular position. <laughs> miles, I think we did something wrong. We've inverted it. We're pouring the coffee into the air press. After painstaking. <laughs> we had to pull out the video to see what we were doing. <laughs> now we've got our uh, water up. It's coming up to temp here. We're looking for 185. 75, 76. I'm just going to keep you updated step by step. <laughs> 177. 185 now. So we pour 100 grams of water for 30 seconds. It's a lot to think about. Well done, Miles. Oh, Miles at 100, right on the Point. money. You know, Jason, I yeah. think she used one chopstick, and you're using two chopsticks oh, no. together. I'm in trouble. This recipe is doomed. It is probably doomed. All right, but we want to get all that stir for 30 seconds. So I'm going to turn it around and plunge for 30 seconds. Don't cover my clock. You're covering my clock. All right, I think I did it. So now what do we do? Now, we temperature water. Now we want 60 grams of hot hot water. What that 185? 60. Oh nice. That's good. All right, and then we want 40 room, 40 temp. room temperature. All right, and that's it, right? Yeah. Uh, now we have to drink it. <laughs> you say that it's like a, it's a dangerous thing. Well, I don't know, man. After that effort, it that was, was very painstaking. Uh, actually, How many trips to the car? One trip to the car. <laughs> one trip to grab the box. All right. Should we? Here, you have a cup. I'll pour a little into the cup here. All right. Cheers. cheers. Well, now that's pretty good, actually, for a first pass. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's really good. I mean, what's the worst that could have happened? It could have been... My scale's ruined, but we made a pretty good cup of coffee. <laughs> that's true. I, I think it's pretty, pretty tasty. I mean, I it's, do taste the chocolate a bit yeah, more. Yeah, the chocolate's definitely there. I don't taste it. Dylan was right. Yeah, no, the, it, it brings the chocolate the, out, yeah, that, the, that the, method. Yeah, the, 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 definitely the chocolate's there, though. But it's a nice bean. It, uh, it's a nice uh, balance of acidity and, and just uh, the flavor. It's just really smooth. It's tasty.
Yeah, it doesn't taste like your uh, typical Ethiopian coffee. No, it doesn't at all. As a matter of fact, uh, I would, I would, yeah, I would share this with friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> About family. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, you know, Ethiopian's usually a very light flavor, but it's bolder than it is, typical yeah. Ethiopian that you would have. Maybe it's just her recipe. It, she did say that it uses more uh, beans than most recipes, so maybe that's why it tastes so delicious. It's the amount of beans that we're using. And the method, too, right? Yeah, Press method I think so, brings yeah. Brings out the, the That's darker, right. It's uh, it's more of an espresso shot. Brings out the darker, darker side. Yeah, yeah. The it's, Krampus side. The, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I think he was right, I, and I think we nailed it uh, with the coarse, coarseness and everything. The Onyx beans, man, man, they're good. Now just time for some experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The only thing that we could probably do is what? I think fewer trips to the car next time, yeah. <laughs> less having to watch rewatch the video yeah. of how to do the inverted AeroPress. That's right. <laughs> then I think we've nailed it. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe we just need to uh, retry and stuff and see what happens. But I think no. for for no. for <laughs> I think for our experiment of uh, trying it with the uh, Framley beans, I think it was a success. I think this recipe is legitimate for any beans. I think you can bring beans home, have an AeroPress, make this recipe, you're going to get a pretty good cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. Just bring your stopwatch. And your <laughs> well, yeah, you need a few tools. You need a few tools. <laughs> get your AeroPress and, and your filters and your chopsticks and, and your scale and, and your grinder. And considering... And your uh, temperature-controlled uh, kettle. Yeah, that's right. And considering uh, that we have never used an AeroPress before. Now, mind you, she... Uh, had only entered, uh, what, three competitions and won the world champion. We've never used an AeroPress, and we made world champion coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe we're on You're, to I think you should you should consider entering the contest. No, is it, no I, think, I, I don't think I can do this by myself. <laughs> it was way too much work. Just do the exact recipe every, yeah, single, every time single time and see if you just lightning strike. Yes. Maybe you'll get something yeah. that works with it. <laughs> but it is delicious uh, regardless. And I know we could probably finagle it a little bit more and get even better at it. But I think uh, it's a success. Nice job, Jason. Well done, Miles. <laughs> so, Miles, now that we have these coffees, why don't we uh, sit down Talk about our week this week. How is your family, Miles? Uh, everyone still surviving the holidays? This Family's week? good. Yeah, you know, we had an interesting little uh, field trip. We uh, we went to the old L.A. Zoo. You know, there's a regular L.A. Zoo. We went on a hike to the old L.A. Zoo. The old L.A. Zoo is where they filmed Anchorman. Remember that scene with oh, the bears? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so we did a little hike, but it's all abandoned, so there's no animals in it or anything. Oh, it's the, uh, the where you go kind of in Griffith Park, and you kind of go in the back there, and then you wander around, and you had some, yeah. seen the, yeah, you go up right. on the dirt trails if yeah. you want to, go the back way, and yes. then you see all these like old animal cages where it really looked, it's kind of spooky, because it looks like, uh, I mean, it, they didn't keep animals in very good conditions between the years of like 1912 and 1965. Right, so <laughs> yes. They, uh, we went on a walk, we pull up into the parking lot. I got the three boys in the car, and uh, this giant black pickup truck uh, pulls in in front of me, and the license plate says four, the number four, and then Satan. What? Yeah. No. And I was like, well, this is interesting. No, no, no. I mean, the first thing you're thinking is like, <laughs> the parking lot's the same as the parking lot for the carousel over there. So yeah. I'm like, why is four Satan going to the carousel? That's, that's curious. That is curious. So we did our hike, and uh, we come down at the end into the old zoo, and, and one of the bear cages uh, there is like this picnic setup. 
you know, there's a bunch of people wearing black and they had like uh, some some lawn game set up, like Connect Four and everything. And someone came up. They're like, "Yeah, you know the uh, it, it was the uh, Satanic Temple of Los Angeles that was having a uh, their picnic oh, out there." Okay. Uh, and they said, <laughs> "Yeah." And they said, "And my kids run off and they're going and playing like Connect Four." And they're like, "Yeah, you know, there's uh, vegan appetizers over there. They have like some really nice food and what? You know, everyone's really friendly." Uh huh. So my kids are playing giant lawn Connect Four with the Satanic Temple of Los Angeles okay. folks. Uh-huh. And, uh <laughs> Everyone seems very, very, very nice. That's great. Uh, when it was all done, you know, I went and looked up the Satanic Temple of Los Angeles. They seem like a bunch of very reasonable people. Oh. So if you look on their About Us yeah. section, yeah. the mission of the, of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense and justice, and be directed by the human conscious to undertake noble pursuits guided by the individual will. So... They got their. They were originally uh, protesting against the Westboro Baptist Church. So, anyhow, Jason, what? don't judge a book by its license plate. Is the <laughs> moral of that story? Wow. Yeah. Wow. See now, why they just did it to protest? That's why they named that. But they're not. Oh, really... and it's for fun too. Oh, I see. It was just a funny, uh, the for sale thing. You're like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's trouble. Then you come down and it's <laughs> hey, kids. vegan appetizers and giant Connect Four on the lawn. Yeah. My, that's pretty funny. that is crazy. Uh, it's and the a- other thing, I, I had a uh, very proud parent moment this week. Oh, yeah? When, you know, it, this is super nerdy, but uh, my son, I don't know, he came home with a dictionary and was reading it like a regular book. Just reading the words. It's- Just reading the dictionary. Yeah. And it's like, that is... Uh, that's a hey, nerd level 10 right there. And deep down, ten. I was kind of like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, my son is just reading the dictionary. I love it. Uh, and I would be granted. a proud dad. I would be so proud if yeah. I caught my son. <laughs> that's my boy. It's like those stories that you see in the movies. They're just, you know, it's like the kid who is like a, a, an uber genius. Yeah. He, he's just reading the dictionary. <laughs> granted, he hasn't picked a dictionary up since that one time I saw him doing it. That's okay. And I'm pretty sure he was like on one of the pages in the middle about the maps oh, or something. Hey, but, but hey, you, you caught him in the act. He was reading the dictionary. <laughs> that's right. That's all that's important. Yeah. So we'll see what happens from that. Wow. And are you uh, ready for the holidays? I mean, it's the holiday time of year. You, uh, you, you, you got I'm ready. The- Why? What's going on? Well, How was your week? My week was all right. Uh, you know, my son is uh, excited about the vacation coming up, you know, the, yeah. the holiday vacation and stuff. And uh, and I was, you know, we were talking the other day. And uh, you know, what what is your policy, uh, your family policy on bad words? We encourage them. <laughs> Do we you really? feel like every kid should learn as many bad words as they can so they're not taken off guard at all. And so, we encourage them to use them. No, you don't. <laughs> No, I, I mean it depends on the word, right? It's just you don't want them. You don't want other parents thinking that your kids are poorly raised. No, well, <laughs> wait. Now, so that's a great point. Do you do it because you don't want your other parents to think they're poorly raised, or do you do it because it's it's probably the right thing to do? <laughs> well, probably a little bit of both in the end. I mean, you know, you don't want. Obviously, you don't want your kid swearing like a sailor. No, of course It not. bothers me when kids swear. I'm yeah, like, uh, it doesn't. I mean, you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, occasionally. Most of those words refer to things kids don't need to know. That's true. Right. And I mean, at, at their age right now, you know, your oldest is eight, right? My oldest is eight. Uh, so right now, it's not the best time to know it. But they, they kind of already know it. 
You know, they, they know the words. I mean, look, from our perspective, we've worked hard, my wife and I, to el- eliminate it uh, in the house <laughs> from our eliminate vocabulary. Eliminate your own bad words. Ba- bad words from, yeah. Yeah, you guys are filthy. No, we are not. <laughs> uh, you know, we've worked hard at it, and we've been relatively successful. Uh, it, we actually started before he was born. We were practicing <laughs> just to make sure we get it down. Yeah, so you guys are filthy. You needed practice. Yeah. <laughs> You had sessions, you know, like personal <laughs> trainer for not swearing. But, you know, uh, that now that he's older, he's hearing them at school. He even comes home and he tells us, you know, oh, there's this word. And they, they said this word, you know, he kind of tells on his friends. He rats his friends out is basically what he does. But I think. Does he use them to see if no, he gets a reaction? I, no, he, does, he doesn't. He, he, <laughs> That's so bad. I, but I think even though uh, they, they kind of learn it from, it's just something that is innate. I don't know if it is or not, but it seems like it is that uh, they. The words just, they know that they're bad words. You know, they don't, you don't need to sit down and say, well, let me tell you about this word. But so I, well, I mean, yeah. Why do you say bad words? You well, know? Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't know. Because do <laughs> it, it just feels like the right moment to say it. I don't know. Uh, okay. Right. I don't know. There I, are I don't some say words. Bad words. <laughs> really? Yeah. I had no idea. So we, we, but there for the longest time, he would, uh, be watching TV and they would say uh, words like stupid or dumb. And, and he said, oh, ma- mommy, they said a bad word. Uh, they said the S word. Mm-hmm. Well, what did they say? I mean, I'm thinking the S word. And he says, stupid. So uh, was it, well, oh my God. <laughs> so I'm like, well, no, we can't say that in our house. Oh, you, so you, that, yeah. that's your So problem. I can't let my kids listen to this oh, oh, really? episode now. Oh, no. Nice well, job. Thanks. You just got it. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Well, I mean, we have, we have actually made a, an adjustment to uh, our words. We say that those are mean words, mm-hmm. not bad words. That way, you know, because that that is more prominent in school, you know, stupid, idiot, dumb, those things, they, they say those things, the kids are going to say them. And so we said, those are mean words that we don't want to use. Mm-hmm. But the bad words, we save them for the ones that most people consider bad words, right? So well, that's interesting. Yeah, twist. I, right. I think it's a. Did you read that in a parenting no, book? No, no. We you just, thought of that yourself? We thought of it ourselves. Yeah. Wow. We guys. made it up. Maybe, maybe I should write a parenting book. <laughs> Maybe you should have a list. Your two two lists of words. <laughs> You'd be like George Carlin. Yeah, there you go. These are the mean ones. Yeah. These are the bad ones. Yeah. It's like a Venn diagram. These are bad and mean. <laughs> That's right. Well, why I bring all this up is because the other day we get an email from his teacher, uh, and you know, when we get an email and, and it has something to do with and the subject did, is and the F word. No, and she she. So I'm going to read you what she wrote to us because it. It's, uh, well, you'll see. You'll see. She says, um, hello, Jason. Many students in, in your son's table were telling me that he was telling them an inappropriate joke. They were so embarrassed of what they said that they could not tell me themselves. I spoke to him and he said the reason he was telling them because other people were telling him that too. I told him that if someone tells him something inappropriate, he needs to tell me, not repeat it. Mm-hmm. You might want to ask him, I thought I'd let you know. So now you get this email as a parent mm-hmm. and you're like, oh man, what was the joke? <laughs> and what did he say that's so inappropriate that the kids that he was with couldn't even repeat it? Yeah. Now, you know, so, all right, so I get this thing. I, we, I, I discuss it with my wife and we said, well, when he gets home, we're at dinner, we'll talk about it. Give him the microphone. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you know, one thing we don't want we didn't we don't want our child to be known as like the vulgar one, you know, the, the, the oh, foul mouth kid. That, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he gets home, he sits down, and so, so we said, you know, I said, well, hey, uh, my boy, we got we got an email from your teacher. Uh, she told us this. Uh, will you please tell us what the joke that was so inappropriate that what was the joke that you told them? And he says, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so he's like excited to tell us. And he goes, he says, yeah, the joke's a, how do you say boo to a bee? Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> Booby. And I'm like, booby? <laughs> because in our heads, we were thinking, you know, the worst possible thing. Uh-huh. that the, But the, booby was the joke. Now, <laughs> we're like thinking to ourselves, all right. That's not appropriate. No, it's not the worst thing it could be. <laughs> but I'm thinking, but teacher made it sound like he had said something that was crazy. Mm. And uh, and it was, all right, not the appropriate time to say those kind of jokes at school or maybe anywhere. <laughs> but it wasn't like, you know. Yeah, some, no, some, it's not a, it's not the, <laughs> I, I, I know worse jokes than that. Oh, do you? <laughs> but I could see why kids would be embarrassed to want to yeah, bring uh, it up to the parent well, or to their uh, teacher. Well, you know, we talked about it. And so, uh, you know, we're not going to reprimand him or anything like that <laughs> for that one. But he understood, and that's all that's important. But I just figured I'd ask your policy to make sure that we weren't overreacting. So there you have it, Miles. That was the crazy week for this one. Uh, anyhow, this coffee still tastes good. I think we should probably make some more, though, because I, I want to try this again. Uh, so why don't we just uh, wrap the show up so we can go back to the kitchen and make some more coffee. <laughs> Great idea. But before we go, Miles, we'd like to once again thank Dylan Siemens and Onyx Coffee Labs for being on the show and giving us some great info. And if you want to order Framley or Krampus or any of their beans, visit onyxcoffeelabs.com. That's onyx, O-N-Y-X, coffeelabs.com. Other than that, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, help support our show. It's easy to do, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Just subscribe and tell your friends to listen. That's all you have to do. Your help keeps our show going, and we really appreciate it. And if you have an idea for the show or just want to ask a question, hit us up at coffeecafepodcast.com. There you'll also find links to all our socials and email, too. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.